All right, welcome to a new episode of the Be Bodega. This is episode five. We're very excited about this episode. We have a very special guest, but first and foremost, my co-host, my A1 since day one, Eric. How you doing? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and with us is the wonderfully talented Vanessa Rojas. Say hi. Hi, everybody. All right. So this episode, uh, kind of keeping the theme going from the previous uh, podcast, is uh, '80s themed. Last week uh, we had DJ G Funk with us, who put together a great uh, '80s mix. And today we're actually doing '80s movie soundtrack. And the playlist <clears throat> that we put together um, has some movie clips thrown in, as well as uh, songs from the movies. So. Vanessa, tell us a little bit about yourself. Cool. Oh, well, on the spot, great. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. I've known these two dudes since I was maybe 1920, and it's been some time since then. Uh, I don't know. I'm from Miami. I'm in L.A. now, writing and producing TV, which is kind of what I always wanted to do, or at least as far back as I remember. And things are working out okay. So I'm working. Yeah. And... Getting to write and now talking to you, dudes. Uh, and apparently, I just say dudes, but eventually <laughs> I'll say bro because I am from the 305. There so. you, there you go. Uh, any anything that you've done that people uh, that people may have recognized? I mean, I hope so. Jeez. Um, hopefully, you guys are watching Lock and Key season one. We're currently uh, going to start shooting season two next month, and hopefully, there'll be a season three. And prior to that, I wrote on a Hulu show called The Path, which I loved so much about a cult and family dynamics. Got to work with Jason Kadams and Jess Goldberg, which was the dream. And then other network shows, which maybe Blue Bloods, I don't know, Beauty and the Beast, the event from like 2010. I don't know. Nice. Stuff. And, and you survived that massacre that Netflix recently had. They canceled so many... Dude, fingers like crossed. Arthur Clark like, yeah. came in and it was like the uh, uh, the one with the little girl from It got canceled, the superhero story. Yes, so, from the producers of End of the Fucking World, which I love. That yes, was that was yeah. it's, it's a BBC show, so it's yeah, hard. yeah, so oh. good. Here we go. Everybody have people claiming territory. <laughs> but yeah, congratulations on that, man. To stick around in these uh, crazy times, Thanks. it just is uh, credit to the great show it was. Well, then let's talk about good times. Let's talk about the 80s. So, the 80s. The yes, 80s. we were all born then. Uh, no. Nope. Eric and I were born in the 70s. Oh, I mean, technically I was too, but whatever. <laughs> let's not blow on that. Right. So, barely. 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 So, <clears throat> you know, a couple of episodes ago, uh, we decided to start going through the playlist and, and talk about each individual song and, and you know, um, Eric enjoyed doing that, and I guess a lot of people that listen to enjoy doing that, so that's what we're going to jump into. So, there's Wait, a before we jump into it, I just say, P.S., I'm so happy, like, I adore you guys, and I haven't <laughs> seen you in so long, and this is just so lovely, and I'm so proud of you. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not. And don't be afraid to go off topic either. Yeah, Eric no, does it all the time. Eric is the king of off topic. So, he's a Gemini, too, by the way, so there's a there's, oh no, we're all three Geminis. We're yes. all three. We're all three Geminis. Yeah. 
Except Carlos is more stable. I know, we're kind of stressing him out already. This is enjoyable. No, no, no. Just that long day of work today, too. But um, it's about time I get another girl on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. you were surrounded by me and Gilbert, and it was too manly. It was too manly. All right. So we we started off uh, the tra- the playlist with a little excerpt from Lost Boys, which uh, came out in 1987. And the starting dialogue is actually uh, between the Frog Brothers. We're not going to get too much on the dialogue because I want that part to be fun for people. And and uh, But we start off with uh, Gerard McMahon doing Cry Little Sister. Now, this is my favorite vampire movie of all time. So, oh, that's that's a bold well, statement. Well, that's my statement, and I'm sticking to it. So, what? Well, and don't you know what? So, I actually meant to introduce you with this. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be. Oh, that's gonna get annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is. It, it was a it was a tough soundtrack to to pick the song that I wanted to play. Um, because you had a lot of good songs in that soundtrack. Plus, you know, it's I. it was weird to start off with something so ominous, I guess, to start with, with Cry Little Sister, but I love that song. And I actually love even more, which is hard for me to say, is actually the, the cover that Marilyn Manson does of that song. So Why is that difficult to say? Because people get, you know, people get attached to original songs and, you know, it's, it's hard to, to say... Hey, you know, I like this version better. And then people go, oh, no way. I'm, I'm all about the original version. But that's neither here nor there. Um, Eric, what, you know, well, I know, this, I know you're a fan of the my, movie. This was my introduction to The Doors with People Are Strange. Oh. It's one of the best uh, opening scenes. Like, they're coming in. It, what, what, it, it was it's Santa Clara, right? As, yeah. as opposed to being, like, Santa Cruz, I guess. Yeah. Or Santa Monica. And just hearing that song, it was... It was that introduction, and then the song that really sticks out here is Tim Capello's "I Still Believe." I know, man. The sax man. I, I know. And what I just realized, you know, that he's Tina Turner's sax player, yeah. And he was in the Beyond Thunderdome video, yeah. So, like, looking back, I think he actually was inspired by Mad Max for, for the, the wardrobe he wore during that that awesome scene at the the carnival concert. What you know what it's funny that you brought up you know the what people were talking about Tim Capello here, Vanessa? I the have zero dog? clue. Oh, no, no, I okay. literally remember from the last I remember liking it and I remember <laughs> Edward Herman, uh, who is better known to me as Rory Gilmore's father. But yeah, I remember liking this movie, yes. <laughs> so if you if you could try to <laughs> if you could try to recollect any part in the movie it's there's a really buff guy playing a saxophone that's who eric's referring to so it's fun it's chains and fishnet and spandex and it looked tough i will it say looked- that reminds me of weird science which perhaps is not on the list but it does remind me of the dudes that crash the party and come into the house also right? inspired by like mad that? max yep yeah you had the guy from um what was that horror movie uh the hills have eyes. Yes. Yeah, he's he's the, the the bald dude, the weird looking yeah. bald dude. But so, but it, the, you you made you made a you brought up the fact that that was your introduction your introduction to the doors. So this is a cool tidbit 
regarding that. When when the movie starts and they're and or you hear people are strange when the first time they go into the cave, there's a, a Jim Morrison poster in the cave. When when they go into uh, Corey Haim's house, uh, on the rest wall, in rest in peace. On the wall, there's actually a poster of uh, the people that actually sing the song on the soundtrack. Uh, I can't remember the name right now. Uh, Echo and the Bunnymen. So they're the ones that actually do the song for the soundtrack. And when you go to the cave, there's a Jim Morrison poster. And then when they go to, to Corey Haim's house, there's a poster of the of Bunny and the Echo Men. So little stupid tidbit, but... but I love tidbits. Well, we... <laughs> We, you're gonna get a lot of them. You're gonna get a lot of them. Good, good. I like them. And and speaking to the 16 year old girl and Eric, the the term van. <laughs> That's who I remember. And love. Yes. The the term vamp out that you hear in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, they took it from oh. Lost Boys. Well, Vanessa is also a big Buffy fan. I know. Big, huge. What? I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, did I? The, the, and there was actually a sequel prepared for The Lost Boys, and it was supposed to be called The Lost Girls. In the scene where you think Kiefer Sutherland's dead, when they, where Kiefer Sutherland is dead, when they uh, put him up on the antlers, you know, he he doesn't explode it's not or anything. Wood. No. It's not wood. Yeah, and antlers are wood. So, <laughs> re- but that's why you just see him like kind of pass out. He doesn't implode or explode. And uh, that's, that was preparing for the sequel that never developed. Cool. So, yeah. They've been trying to do a show too on the CW. I feel like the oh, last God. couple of years they're trying to launch some sort of show and hopefully it gets made. I'd watch that. Well, they had Vampire Diaries. Well, the, they the, did. I watched well, all of that. Hey, the first three seasons were incredible. Hey, I, 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 I only came back at the very end because I, I had to see how it all finished. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I just Elena got to me, man. I couldn't take her anymore. Oh no! I mean, how hard is it to write twenty-two episodes no. a season? I, well, it, they did great. I think it's great. It was the first three seasons were amazing. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So what? We haven't. We have We we haven't moved from the first song. <laughs> oh, is this taking longer than your no, name? No, 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 because this is, you know, some... can, can I bring up my favorite vampire movie. What's is that? that cool? What's your favorite vampire? The movie? Hunger, David Bowie and Susan Sarandon. That's a good one. Catherine that that that's that it has the Bauhaus Bella Lugosi's Dead, another great vampire song. Uh, it's kind of that goth culture. So I just wanted to throw that one in there. Speaking of Guys, the favorite band, I haven't band. seen that. The Hunger. Yeah. Hunger. It's 1980, I think. That's crazy. So, I so that's, so... that's the let us know what your favorite vampire movie is. Me? Yeah. I have no idea. All right. I don't know. I don't know. I like Dracula. That was, I feel like, seminal for me. And maybe Interview with a Vampire. I feel like I went really easy there. I yeah. feel like you guys are prepared, and you did not tell me that I would be asked what my favorite vampire movie was. <laughs> what well, you? you <laughs> so, all right, we'll, we'll go it's to the fine. next. I'm owning it. It's fine. Well, the worst part is I know. I know for a fact you didn't see the next movie. 
So this show's gonna be like five hours long. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Oh, excuse me. I did watch the next movie, Jason Gedrick. What's the matter with you? Oh, Obviously. okay, good. What? Iron Eagle. Heavenly Kid, right? Not Iron Eagle. Yeah. Yes. No, no, no. Iron Eagle. I will tell you. Louis Gossett Jr. What? Well, you, you know, you know who, you know who was almost Chappy or Louis Gossett Jr.'s uh, character? Morgan Freeman. Morgan yeah. Freeman almost played okay. Chappy. And oh my god, I did say Louis. That's terrible. And and, and Doug, I saw it spelled. I don't know. And Lewis and um, Jason Gedrick wasn't almost Doug Masters. It was almost Emilio Estevez. Oof. I, I'm glad they went with the original cast. But you would have. But you would. But you would have liked this, Eric. Notcher, which is the guy that he races in the beginning. You know who that. You Bowser know who. Girl, baby. You know who that almost was. James Spader. Oh. The best bad guy of all time. The best, also 80s guy. Come on. The best 80s bad guy. I don't think he's on there. Because Tough Turf, what? Although he was a good guy in it. But yeah. And right, he's not the same as a good guy. I think we mentioned this in the last podcast. Well, I actually told Carlos the only reason I didn't add Tough Turf to the music list was because he was a good guy in this movie. And James Spader is a bad guy. He is not a good guy. No, I mean, he's not a bad guy. <laughs> well, we don't we don't know him. Great <laughs> asshole. You know, yeah. yeah, he really is. And that, yeah, that that that's almost a harder role to pull off. Like, I, I, I wonder if I, no, well, I mean, but the thing is, when you get typecasted as an asshole constantly, you I mean, you're really good at it. Or maybe he's just being him. We don't know him, but wow, maybe. you guys are trying to get canceled. This is like episode five. What's you? <laughs> we'll be fine. So the song, the song that I picked from Iron Eagle was "One Vision" from Queen. Uh, um, I mean, one of the most iconic bands of all time, one of the great greatest vocalists in rock history. Um, so we'll move a little bit ahead we'll get past uh well i'd hate to move past queen but i mean we we did have a long conversation about freddie mercury last episode so we know they're awesome we know they're awesome yeah and so probably one of my favorite 80s movies and artists for some reason as of late is eg daily doing one way love from better off dead don't She's wait. also in Valley Girl, so if you watch Valley Girl tonight, it's on Amazon. Guys, I just don't know if I could do the Nick Cage of it. Well, she's know. she's also in Pee Wee's Big. She's also in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Well, oh, I do love Pee Wee. She is the recipient of one of the fa- my favorite lines of all time, and it's one that I still use to this day. Give it to him. Give it you to him. Don't want to get <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me get in character for this one. Do it. Do it. All right. You don't want to get mixed up with a guy like me. I'm a loner, Dottie. A rebel. Okay. That was amazing. But um, <laughs> do you use this on? What's happening in your life these days? Oh, just to random people, and it throws them off. It's oh, just, okay. Amazing. Yeah, it, it comes out of nowhere, and it's just, what the fuck just happened moments, you know? <laughs> I love it. You should really do that at a bar. I feel like it would work. <laughs> that deserved that. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> it sounds... I'm not, no, that's it. I'm not going to use that anymore. commercial, man. <laughs> this is what the public loves. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, okay. but Eric, the clip from the movie that I put in, I that was just for you. Mm-hmm. The pure snow. This is pure snow. You know what the street value of this is? 
So, t- Vanessa, tell me you've seen Better Off Dead. Okay. So, <laughs> I did see it a long time ago. Uh, um, it is not, of all of my Cusack favorites, I feel like it's just not. That should be your top, top one. What's your top Cusack? That's hard. Um, I do love serendipity. I'm sorry. I'm coming off as such a chick, but like I do. (laughs) Eric does that Uh, for everybody on the podcast. Okay. That's great. So (laughs) I'm going to take that spot. Um, what is better off? It is not the one where he's a cartoonist, right? Yes. Oh, it is. It's that one and one crazy summer. Yeah. I'm thinking one crazy summer is the one that I feel like I really like. Yeah. Right. And okay. I mean, like, John Cusack has been amazing, but, yeah. I could not expect you to... Uh, I know, I'm so sorry. I disappointed you. He had, he's responsible for the Lloyd Dobler effect, you know? He kind of ruined oh, sure. uh, Lloyd Prince for everybody. Yeah. No, no, no. The holding of Peter Gabriel, yes. All day. All day I enjoy that. But, Which yes. I'm very proud that we stayed away from In Your Eyes. I think it's overdone. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go Girls Quint Blank for my favorite... Uh, that, oh, I, I think that, that I think that would be my second one, but that would well because I I love I love Better Off Dead. I okay. love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all right. Yeah. So after after Better Off Dead, where this is Vanessa, this is actually my favorite eighties movie. My God, I hope she's I, seen. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it was you. <laughs> it was always you. What are you talking about? Obviously, I've seen that. Right. Yeah. So some kind of wonderful is my all time. Favorite eighties movie. Love, love it. Eric Stoltz is amazing. One like, random I, thing. Random thing about Eric Stoltz. I was a PA like I don't know, fifteen years ago or something at a Will and Grace rap party, and I was the person that was like supposed to give away the gift bags. And Eric Stoltz, I guess, had been a guest star on Will and Grace, and he came up and he was so nice to me that I just remember that very vividly. And I was like, thank God, because you were a crush. Not that I said that. But, did you feel like? Yeah. Did you feel like Lovely. Watts? Did you feel like Watts? Watts. No. <laughs> no. He's tall, right? He's super tall. He was very attractive. I don't know. Oh. Long, long-haired Eric Stoltz or short hair? Uh, I feel like it was kind of in the middle. All right. I'm in the middle. But I mean, I, some kind of wonderful is great. That's great. My I actually like his best friend. Well, not his best friend. The the guy that he has issues with and he meets in detain in detention, Elias Cotier. He's the best thing in the movie. His girlfriend looks like without skin. Yeah. yeah. And he has back like, um, what is it that when he comes in? Does, what is it? Does it yeah, he goes. Like he goes. Don't skin? worry. Yeah, like, he, 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 yeah. No, he goes. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm not gonna touch him. I'm just gonna look at him. Maybe scare him <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. I like that guy. I, that Great guy, actor. Yeah. Great. That, guy, that guy's awesome. That movie's awesome. I, and, it is. I mean, it we is. forgot to mention Leah Thompson. Oof. Oh, love her, Amanda Green. Yeah. I mean, Amanda Jones. Oh, Why did I say Amanda Green? I have no idea who Amanda Green is. And, and <laughs> another great bad guy actor in this movie, Craig Shepard. He was a dick yeah. in this movie. Yeah. This, the song I had picked was uh, Brilliant Minds, which is the scene where everybody just turns their back on Amanda and he does his little kiss. like Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what a dick, man. This guy's in high school. How could he be so evil? <laughs> I will say that I was very happy to see a John Hughes movie on your 80s plays because I thought that was te- riddled with John Hughes. Well, look, and I was I'll, like, okay, I get one. I'll, I'll, tell get you, one. I'll tell you what the problem is. And Eric and I have had discussion this so many times. 
the hardest part about this podcast is putting a playlist. Like it's easy when Gilbert does a mix because that, but when, <laughs> but when we do when we do a, a playlist, it's tough because you're you're like, do I put what I like or what people want to hear, or do I do both? And then Eric's right, doing John Hughes movies would be too easy. But then again, we'd also have a hundred different songs on this playlist if we added that. That's why. <laughs> I, you know, that's why I texted you guys earlier was th this is easily an episode that we could do a part two to or, yeah. you know, so. I mean, I guess I would talk to you guys again if you'd have me. <laughs> I, feel like, I don't know. I mean, maybe then we it's, could include like girls just want to have fun and Grease too, and like just you know, whatever boys, just, you know. Till, till this day, whenever I, I meet a girl, that's one of my first questions. Grease one or Grease two. And, and only take the ones that are greased too. Two. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's so important for me. It's like I die a little when they say grease one. It's like you have no idea, man. All right. So. No idea. Uh, oh, no, you this. This. <laughs> I got one for you, Vanessa. So you know the song Cool Rider, right? Uh, obviously, Michelle Pfeiffer. Amazing. I, I watched it the other day, and I realized something that. I was still trying to live up to her because I ended up buying a black motorcycle. Oh, dear God. I swear to God. And I'm like, oh, my God. My life is a movie. Yeah. Because I was, all right, I'll do this. And then I'm watching the movie. Is that why I bought this stupid thing just to impress Michelle Pfeiffer? Oh, God. Eric, this is um, <laughs> distressing, and I feel like we should take it off podcast, but I'm a little concerned. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm safe. No, as I, as I mentioned, as I mentioned the last podcast, we are going to have an episode that there'll be a therapist in it, and I'm afraid it's actually going to turn should. into a session. No, I'm actually having this person, but I'm afraid it's going to turn into an Eric session. So, but we'll move on. This is this is a very controversial film for me and Eric. Not, not between us, but how we feel about the movie and how other people feel about the movie. Now, this is this is what we are going to do. We're going to take a quick break, um, and then we're going to continue on the, through the list. I do have a feeling that we're going to hit overtime on this one, Eric. What do you think? Uh, just a little bit. Just a just little a bit. Little. <laughs> All right. So we'll be right back. Sorry. Jesus Christ, Vanessa. We'll be right back. All right, guys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. <clears throat> so... What's the next song? What are we getting into here? The Karate Kid. Uh, we're doing Young Hearts by Commuter. So I know we talked about it uh, a little bit. Was it last episode that we talked about how we feel that uh, Ralph Macho was actually the bad guy in the movie? And way before. What? Oh, he's a jerk. Yeah, it, it's kind of there's been a revisionist movement lately that, you know, where Johnny is the hero. And Ralph Macchio was the villain, you know, some Jersey kid that came out of nowhere, takes Johnny's girlfriend. He even says it, you know, this is my final year. I'm going to make everything work. <laughs> then comes this kid from the East Coast, you know, starts messing with this girl. He's trying to talk to her, um, then gets in the way, you know. I'm sorry. Just, First of all, uh, you can't take what isn't yours. Okay, what isn't the other person? So, no, you don't steal a person from the other person. He, he totally and did. And they were clearly <laughs> them. So, well, Eric, here's a little bit of redemption. This is what I found out. In the 
in the scene where they beat him up by the fence when they're dressed like skeletons, Billy Zapka actually kicked them in the face. Nice. Yeah. And it wasn't what? illegal. It was allowed. It was allowed. <laughs> and this is to show you what a what a douche uh, uh, Ralph Macho is. He still has the he has the actual All Valley Trophy in his possession in real life. No, I hey 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 hey. I like Ralph Macchio as a person. That's right. As Daniel LaRusso. Daniel LaRusso is the bad guy, not Ralph Macchio. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm and gonna have to rewatch this the, movie. The, 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 the series premieres this week on Netflix. I know. You haven't seen it yet. I'm okay, I, I'm I am going to see it on Netflix because yeah. I did not watch it sadly on YouTube, but I do want to watch Cobra Kai. Yeah. Check that. Oh, kid. That's the the that's the plus. Plastic, rubber, metal, glass. That's when they go out yeah. on a date, right? The- yeah. So I so now she'll actually watch the series because it's on Netflix. That's why she's going to watch it now? I mean, yeah. Because <laughs> Netflix is the best, guys. Did I mention that Lock and Key is on there? Season one and season two <laughs> soon will be there soon. Did you write episode eight? I did write <laughs> episode eight of season one, Eric. Thank you. All right, then. I it's when I was ray of effing sunshine. Yes. I I was watching the series and then I didn't know it was her and then all of a sudden the credits roll and I'm like Vanessa Rojas. No way. I texted her right away. It's like, is that you? Why would you <laughs> tell me about this? <laughs> so yeah. That was really fun. I remember that. So you know it's it's too. That's where they meet at the water park. I watch. Uh, I watch. There's this fun little de- documentary that that uh, premiered today on on HBO Max. It's called Action Park. If you get a chance to watch that, it's pretty good. It's I've, about this theme park I've, in Vernon, New Jersey, or something. I've been to Action and, Park. Oh my god! When I was it's, a kid, it's amazing. Yeah. No, it was it was, it was dangerous. Yeah. It was yeah. yeah. So just watch that. It just reminded me of the Karate Kid scene when they're 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 hooking up and. It's insane. Yeah. Just watch action. Yeah, dude. Absolutely check it out. Yeah. I actually um what's his name? Um the Jackass guy, uh Johnny Knoxville. He did a movie that was loosely based on Action Park. Okay. Yeah. But um uh, all right. So uh, water parks anymore. We can't take dates to the water park in the arcades anymore. So I mean, dude, water parks are gross when you're older. Come on. Yeah, well, <laughs> the thing is you water. think of when you're younger. <laughs> Oh, disgusting. Eric, Eric, parties. Could you imagine we were part of that? Ugh. Eric, six, six flags down here. Yeah, Eric and I haven't grown up yet, so. But Guys, come on. So you know, I and I wanted to put that song because it would have been too obvious to put "You're the Best." Um, but I did learn something about "You're the Best." You know, that song was actually originally for Rocky Three. That "You're the Best" song was actually. Supposed to be on the Rocky Three soundtrack, and they kept it on the Karate Kid. Would survive, yeah. But with Survivor's Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, there, yeah, there was. Uh, yeah. I've been to the Rocky Steps. Does that count? I've been there in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> That's my contribution you know, to that entry. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's that's Eric's hero is uh, Sylvester Stallone. Well, oh, interesting. Okay, I, I'm a fan of Part Two. Because that's where that's my favorite. That's the best one. Fox really was right. He he's only really good at two things. Um, because he loses <laughs> everything, he loses all the money he 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 makes. He's only good at fighting and loving Adrian. Yeah. 
know, and, and it, it's just, it's amazing. The scene in the hospital after she wakes from her coma. And I, that's why I'm a fan of Rocky too. It's my favorite one. All right. So you got to give me that. Well, Rocky, Rocky two has my favorite scene. Which? When, when, uh, he goes, what do you want me to do? And she goes, win. And then the song starts, and then Burgess Meredith, what are we waiting for? And then the fucking music starts. That's that's the best scene in all the Rockies. That's the coma scene. Yeah. I have to say, I don't remember the scene, but the way you described it, I could see it. See? I like that. Yeah. So when you're writing your next show, keep Eric and us. I like it. My heart, it like <laughs> swells. I like it. See? Yeah. Eric, Eric, now let's do it again. And that's you play and, and you play Talia Shire <laughs> and we'll act it out. <laughs> and um all right. So we're moving on from the karate kid. I mean, he's had way too much limelight between uh last last episode and this episode. The the next song we're going to Hello? He's getting a call. Someone's getting some emails. You know what's going to happen? You know what we're going to have to do? In the podcast, please don't restart. <laughs> All right. We're not, we, we won't restart. We won't restart. We'll make it. Reynolds is very important and just got a call and apparently took it because it's more important. No. Which is fine. I, I mean, like, it's not like our time is valuable. No, I did so. not take the call. I, I turned it off so nobody would bother us. So, all right. Where were we before? I was trying to be cool and take We're going off. to St. Elmo's Fire. St. Elmo's Fire, the movie that introduced the world to the Brat Pack. Oh, this is the movie that ended the Brat Pack. Are you serious? <laughs> what? That's the Carlos, movie. But that's on. the movie that made the Brat Pack. No, it wasn't. What was the At movie? Oh, what movie? This is the movie. Okay, listen. Wow, I am so disappointed <laughs> in you right now. First of all, this is the movie that ended their careers. All right. This okay. Whoa, whoa. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's yeah whose one. career ended right. after that? People were not not recognizable. All right, these were not the Brat Pack kids we grew up. This is not um, who who was in there. We had Andrew McCarthy. This was not Pretty in Pink. This was not Sixteen Candles. This was not from the hit Judd Nelson, like Cool or what, what was that other movie that he was in that he changes? He goes to the private school where he was cool in that. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I I think that this movie I I love Saint Almost Fire. It was okay. But I think it killed the Brat Pack. It's not my favorite, I will admit. It's not. I mean, Demi Moore, Dreamy, she's lovely. Emilio Estevez is in that. He's great. Well, but yes. remember, we're not rating the movie. We're rating the song. Listen. And, and, that, and that is an iconic song. For sure. But if you want the movie that actually was the finale of the Brat Pack, it should have stopped at um, what's the one that they all get detention? Uh, uh, Breakfast Club. I think that's how it should have ended right there. I don't want to know what happened to their life. <laughs> on that. Oh my god! All right. <laughs> Fuck you, Saint Fuck. Whoa, you. whoa! Joe Schumacher's like whoa. Oh, rest in peace. I'm sorry, but it, I didn't like that movie. It's just a personal thing. The the opinions expressed in this podcast are not related to. <laughs> you know, Carlos, you're protected. No, no, that's that. Hey, look again. It's we're talking about the music. 
not about the well we've clearly been talking about the movies but the idea that it's hard to do because i feel like when a song really hits you can't distinguish it distinctive distinguish it i don't know who's a writer distinguish it from the movie because it's so like tied together right but man in motion is is a it's the biggest part of that movie i mean everybody remembers that song how much did you like this song carlos remember that's a song that i think you would like we're teetering on what we like and what no, people no, no. relate to. I feel like personally put this song in. I, you know, it's a, it is a good song. You're going to tell me it's not a good song. But all right, we're going to move on from that. We're going to go to Vision Quest with uh, Lunatic Fringe from Red Rider. Which Vanessa hasn't seen. Yeah. And she needs to watch. I will mail you my copy. I have two. <laughs> I feel like you can rent it, Look, but thank you. You know what? We should support the Postal Service, so maybe you should mail it to me. Well, but... we don't discuss politics on this podcast. And I'm sorry, that's political. And, yeah. and or current events. And But yes, we'll see. <laughs> but, uh, I can rent it. I will say I am shocked that I somehow, for some reason, I thought it was a Matthew Broderick movie. I don't know. But then I saw Jake Bryan is in it, and I thought, how have I not seen this movie with Matthew Modine? With the Mohawk. Jake Bryan with the Mohawk. With the Mohawk. The opposite of, of, of his character, of Jake Bryan. What's his real name? Uh, Michael, Michael Shoffley? Yeah. Shoffley. Yeah. Uh, disappeared after those movies. Yeah, but but a, I mean, look, a lot of hot guys did. I don't know after the eighties. I don't know what happened. Well, I think he would have made it. He was the ultimate dude, like the ultimate. He was. Dude. Like, yeah. yeah, but but you know what happens too? Like a lot of these guys are coming back. Look at Rob Lowe. All of a sudden, it's like it's pretty relevant. I'm now. sorry, Rob Lowe never went away. What? Uh, he kind of went away. <laughs> so, uh, never, look, never. My, no, I think Emilio Estevez needs to come back. So, he, uh, the lunatic. This is when he's coming out. Uh, the wrestling to oh, that's the, the wrestling best scene of the up. movie. Yeah. No, see, I'm gonna argue here because <laughs> my song from this movie is John Wayne's Change, and it's the scene where like his whole wrestling squad they doubt him. They they're like, no that... way you could wrestle shoot Ladinson Quake. Yeah. You're moving up it. You're trying to drop down to a low weight, and then he goes, dude, don't tell me what to do. And he climbs the pegboard, yeah. and John Wick's that was, starts playing. That was a good song. And, you know, you see, not even Otto could do that. Forrest Whitaker's character, a bunch of people, and he climbs that pegboard, and he comes down, and everybody believes in him. And that's when the, that's when the tide turns, right? Yeah. That's when you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Lavinson Tate has a chance. But, well, so, th- there's a lot of good – and there's also the scene where he goes – when Shoot is running the stairs, and he goes to confront him. He's going to be ready? You, yeah. You know, he can make weight. Yeah. yeah, and he's all slathered. He's like, "Yeah, good, good." <laughs> that's, that's all she says. But he's like carrying this like thousand pound pound log of bleachers. It's it's an amazing scene. Yeah, and if you wrestled, if you have wrestling history, like it's just a movie you love. We have another friend that wrestled, and he, you know that's his. We get pumped when we watch this. Movie. Yeah, that that that's and again, the- Madonna. Madonna was in this crazy for you yeah. singing in the, in the movie. Yeah, that, that's definitely uh, this is definitely a guy song in a guy moment. Like it's one of those. It's like like pick any song from a Rocky soundtrack. You play this song, you're gonna get hyped up because the first thing that pops into your head is when he's about to walk out the doors to wrestle shoot. So clearly Vanessa's out of this conversation. So we'll go on to the next song. I mean, look, guys, it's probably a non-binary song. I'm sure everyone uh... likes it. It just depends. <laughs> 
you've gone LA on us. It's just me personally. Yeah. It's not I'm not familiar. All right. That's all. So, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go into another guy song, Hearts on Fire. Whoa. <laughs> hey. Don't disrespect Sylvester Stallone like that. So I'm not. He's great. So we're going Hearts on Fire by John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown band for Rocky Four. I mean, again, this is this is the workout portion of the playlist. Between uh, Lunatic Fringe, Hearts on Fire. Um, I mean, any Rocky song in any montage is fantastic. I could have easily put the entire yes. Rocky song. Cosign. Yeah. Cosign, yes. Right. But what? she co-signed it. <laughs> That's, people say that? Do they not say that like, in Miami? Right? No. Is that in I, li- I live oh in God, I live in Texas. There's a lot of things they don't say here. I'm gonna have to introduce that. So whenever you agree with someone, you just say cosine. <laughs> sure, you can say that. Cosine. All right, let, let's cosine the next song. So <laughs> we're really upsetting him. I think you're not upsetting me. All right, so he has a lot of patience. He's so the that. yeah, thirty years of Eric. Test my patience. <laughs> So we got Ain't Nobody by Chaka Khan for the classic movie Breakin' in 1984, which I honestly think, for the exception of the punk episode, we've talked about Breaking every other episode. Wow. Well, how many times haven't we talked about this song, Eric? Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. The legend. Yeah. And it's... Wait, wait. Wait, okay, what's the Ollie and Jerry song for breaking? Ain't no stopping us. Okay. No stop- that, which was on Eric's. I mean, which <laughs> okay, was. Hold on. What is this one? Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody. All right. So, well, the, the Ollie and Jerry song was actually on Gilbert's uh, playlist uh, right. last episode. I just, for a second, I couldn't, I didn't know what. what you couldn't separate was. both of them? No. <laughs> All right. And this was. So. After that, we went to Rhythm of the Night by DeBarge from The Last Dragon. Now, one of the best martial arts movies of all time. <laughs> and produced by a music legend. Barry, Barry Gordy, who we actually, on Gilbert's playlist, we had his son, uh, Rockwell, with uh, Michael Jackson on his playlist. I For sure you haven't seen The Last Dragon, Vanessa. Uh, Surprise us. No. But she definitely knows what uh, the barge is, right? The re- yes, is- I do. I do. No, the song was definitely familiar. I just have not seen the movie. So you don't know who the Shogun of Harlem is? I do not. <laughs> well, the, the right answer would have been shown up. So work oh, on that. Oh, <laughs> that was like on the tip of my tongue? <laughs> yeah. All right. So now... You you think she's seen the next movie, right? A thousand percent. Come okay. on, Eric is nodding. Yes. So yes. The, the Come le- on. Fair is fair, guys. Fair, fair is, is fair. <laughs> All right. The leg the legendary Pat Benatar with Invincible, which is the perfect song for this movie. I, I you could have picked you put you easily could have put any Pat Benatar song in that you movie. Know, I- I never made that connection as as a kid watching it because it's one of those movies that you just watch repeatedly on cable that it was kind of a Joan of Arc story, right? Yeah. <laughs> even even the burning effigy at the end, 
Yeah. And I was like, and the haircut. oh my God, this is Joan of Arc. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the haircut. I feel like it's Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. and then you have uh, a brother and sister combo in the movie, Christian Slater and Helen Slater in the movie. They're not related. They're not? I don't think they're related. No, I don't think they're brother life. and sister. No. Yeah. Not really? I thought yeah. they were. Uh, and well, and then you also have uh, the voice of Maggie Simpson in that movie. Yeah, yeah I forget the actress's oh, name. Oh yeah. Huh? The one that gets her period. I got shot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that scene, and as a kid, I didn't understand what was happening either. <laughs> Why is she bleeding? That's so weird. Look. And and the love interest was the guy from uh, Christine. And back to school. Yeah, and back to school. He was the he was Ronnie Dangerfield's uh, kid in that movie. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, I, I always felt that she could do better when you know. Oh, <laughs> stop. She was hot. Minotaur, guys. Also, it's amazing. But Helen Slater, oh. also Supergirl, the first Supergirl. Yep. So and they brought her back to play her mom on 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 a on Supergirl. Oh, did um, they? Um, cool. Yeah, cool. she plays her mom on there. That's pretty neat. She, I think she was. She also appeared on the small. Again, I watch way too much CWWB. I've never <laughs> outgrown that. No. I love how you still say WB. WB. That's at least twenty years old. That's that. Is that the original one? Okay, because I thought. <laughs> you, okay, so it's CW then, right? That's the fresh. Uh, that's the new branding. All right. <laughs> All right. Twenty years later, the WB does not exist. <laughs> It, it does in the heart of Eric, in Eric's heart. It'll always be. in my heart too. Old school WB forever. Yeah, but but you're a girl, and Eric's a grown man. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! These gender norms, guys. Like you can like whatever you like. Come on now. I'm gonna bring you into the 21st well, century. Listen, you're listen. Carlos understands. Again, it's been repeated. I have the viewing habits of a 16 year old girl. Yeah. Like I will. I still watch those. My favorite movies are romantic comedies. Like I love my action movies, but I mean, you throw in Kissing Booth Part Two. I was on. <laughs> I watched Kissing Booth One. Two. Hey, what's the other one? P.S. Uh, P.S. I love you. And Eric. With, uh, oh, you haven't seen that one? Oh. Wait, are you talking about a movie that's like ten years old? No, you're talking no, about no. To All the Boys. Yeah. To All the Boys, that one. That's yeah. what you're talking that about. Yeah, yeah. But. Twice and Eric. Also, work it out. You should see that. That was fun. Which one? Work it out. That was fun. Oh, it's Sabrina Carpenter and um, uh, Jordan Fisher. It's super cute. Oh, oh I said super cute. <laughs> super cute. Super cute. Excuse me. All right. <laughs> All right, I don't know how we're gonna move from super cute to going that a song from Top Gun. I don't. That was. I don't know how we're gonna segue there, but we're going to. You, we could like it's. You know, Eric made the point. Like, there's there's songs that are too easy to put on this. This one was way too easy to put on there, but it's Top Gun. But you secretly wanted to be a fighter pilot when you were growing up, didn't you? Carlos? Right. Except I'm six four and I wear glasses. So, but hey, uh, I will say this. This is kind of like your Grease 2 thing. I thought Iron Eagle was the better movie. Whoa. I'm with you there, too. I'm there with you. I yeah. enjoyed Iron Eagle also. Yeah, I, I I liked Iron Eagle more than than Top Gun. Am I waiting for Maverick very happily? Yes. 
I've always wanted to play volleyball in jeans because of <laughs> And then look at my watch. How, how great was that scene? Let's talk about that scene. Then he goes to Kelly McGillis's house to take a shower. That, that, Nothing happens. Nothing happens. How weird is that? So this is like I have a ton of tidbits from Top Gun that I learned today. And I'm going to share them, but we are we are, we do need to take another break. But uh, but this is what's what's shocking to me were all the people that were almost Maverick. Ooh. Yeah. So and it's a long list, and it's an interesting list. But we'll get back to it in a minute. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll oh, be right back. Like that? Yeah, dude, that's how you, you got to build suspense, all right. bro. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right, so we're back. And so we were, we were talking about Danger Zone and Top Gun. This was, so I was going to let you guys know who were the people that were almost Maverick. You ready? Sean Penn was almost wow. Maverick. Too intense. Matthew Modine was almost Maverick. Patrick Swayze. Oh, perfect. Aww. A lot of Patrick Swayze love on this channel. <laughs> rest, rest in peace. Rest in peace. That was one of mine. She's like the wind song. I oh, wanted that song on here. Yeah. That's don't worry, we'll do a second episode. We'll do a, a part two to this. <laughs> Nick Cage. Fuck yeah. I know. Um, no. Yeah, John Cusack was almost Maverick. No, I love him, but no. he's like, you know what they did? They didn't get John John Cusack, so now they're pretty mouse teller as a Iceman's son now, I think. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I I love Miles Tell. I don't know why. Uh, me too. Funny, me too. I like. I him. think he has that John Cusack charm too. Like, but he at first I didn't like him. I thought he was arrogant, but then it's like, oh man, I like Miles Teller. Right? I like him too. I, there's a, there's not a movie that he's in that I haven't liked him in. Um, so John Cusack, Matthew Broderick was almost Maverick. Ooh, that's weird. Michael J. Fox was almost Maverick. Nah. And Tom Hanks was almost Maverick. Probably would have done it. And, it. and Danger Zone was almost not the song for Top Gun. It was um, only the strong survive from Brian Adams was almost the song. And he decided he didn't want his song tied into anything that was war related. So they pulled back and wow. it came in Danger yeah. Zone. Does that yeah, have anything to do that. with him being Canadian or something? Probably. Or? <laughs> I'm just being, oh man! Again, the the opinions expressed on so this is, <laughs> so this is this is a sad this is a sad story. So oh, one well the guy the stunt pilot from Iron Eagle was the one was the stunt pilot that died in Top Gun doing the tail the the tailspin. Do we really need this? Why are you there? <laughs> <laughs> well, because what you it ties it. Aware of the world today and every other day. I mean, but really? you know, look, it tied in both movies, and it is an interesting fact. But which proves Iron Eagle is the better movie. I don't know how that proves that. But... No one died. <laughs> Some dark ass shit, man. Hey, these are dark ass times, brother. So, yeah. yeah, just keep piling it on. Cool. All right. All right. Next. All right. So next. Twisted. No, 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 Jesus Christ! She's well, rushing us. I, think. Yeah. She's I have it on. I ha I'm sorry. I'm, I'm uh, very no. So, I, I, 
curriculum. Can't Help Falling in Love by Lick the Tins, again, from some kind of wonderful. What you you what's what's the problem, Vanessa? What's the problem? It's not I guess I just don't remember this cover. I more associate them that song with is it UB forty? Or is well, it them? Well, well, and Elvis doesn't Elvis have it's a Elvis. It's, it's Elvis, Elvis, but this is just a, a really it's a cool cover. They're they're like a, a folk band and it, it comes on at the very end after you know he he, he realizes that Watts is his is his girl. And you know they're been airing. and they're walking and they're walking away. I hope they went back to the car because I'm <laughs> sure they didn't. They live on the other side of the tracks. They, they <laughs> in, Eric in the '80s. They all lived on the other side <laughs> of the track. <laughs> another good scene on there, and Craig Sheffer. I want to give him some love too. Was when he gets slapped by Amanda Jones, not once but twice. twice. The face okay. he makes after that slap is like. Wow, I think that was real, and he was really embarrassed. Yeah. Great acting. Yeah. Great I think she really slept. Yeah. <laughs> Kudos. All right, so. Later on One Tree Hill. Yay. Oh, oh, God, here we go with the I WB shit. So much, but <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go back with Iron Eagle, but it was, a, again, a great montage. I hate, you know, I hate that I repeated movies and songs, but. It was "We're Not Gonna Take It" by Twisted Sister. Great song of rebellion in a moment in the movie where you know they're putting their plan in, together to help uh, save Doug Masters' dad. I mean, any Twisted Sister, I will enjoy. You know what, dude? You're all right. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kyla. So, legendary New Yorkers from Twisted Sister, or from there from Jersey? I can't remember. But same area. Um, it's my hood. All right. So when in the end, Teen Wolf. So great movie. Great, movie. great, great movie. I, I wanted to marry a girl like Boot. She was very nice. And she was so accepting of, of you know, she's like, listen, she I don't I don't need the winner. I don't need the wolf. Well, this I is a, this is the difference between you and me, Eric. You wanted somebody. You wanted the winner? No, you wanted to be with Booth. I wanted to be a werewolf. That, so, yes, did I want to win in the end? Yeah, but I wanted to be a werewolf. But actually, I, I actually looked up to Styles too. I like the Styles. Styles is oh, a, styles. so well. The cool the the movie clip that I put in there was Styles after he reveals that he's a werewolf and he goes, he goes. You're beautiful. I mean, it's fucking styles, bro. Yeah, he's he's accepting of who his friend is, but also realize the financial opportunity in using his werewolf friend. But it, it it's I love that movie. I never get sick of that movie. I liked part two, but part one is the better one. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. But oh, wow. I did not remember also that. Also had a good song on there. Who do you want to be? Yeah. Sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> and, and probably one of the most... If, if you buy the DVD, you get one on one side and two on the other side. Yeah. I, I, that's... I'm sorry. Why are you still no, buying Eric, that's... Oh, this was back in the... So a lot of stuff was released and it was back in the day, you know, and, and I needed to own these movies. Eric, they, were, they were part of my childhood and I want to possess them and I know years down the road, you know, as long as I have a battery, 
a DVD <laughs> player and a television. You're okay. I'm good. Bye. <laughs> and <laughs> all right. Look, and Eric, that's how I bought it. I bought it with one and two. That's that's how you do it. And also has probably the best mess up in a movie of all time. You're really gonna bring that up here? How are you not gonna bring it up? That still gets played on public broadcast. Yeah, and it doesn't get taken. Vanessa, do you know what we're talking about? No, I don't know what you're talking about. So at the end of the movie, or you know, when he when the movie's ending, um, they're in the gymnasium. A beautiful song on there too. Yeah, yeah, it's a really pretty song. It's at the end of the at the end of the movie. Everybody's in the gymnasium celebrating. A guy in the background pulls out his piece. <gasps> no. Yeah, and it's no. Yeah, and it's and a lot of times when the movie's played in regular TV, you still see it. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's why you buy the DVD. <laughs> and catch shit like that. Yeah. Wow. I've so, never heard of that. So you know who won in the end? That guy. It's on Amazon. You could watch it tonight too. Yeah. <laughs> or you could just YouTube that scene. Oh really? Wow. I'm sure you can. That's shocking. Yeah, the guy whips out his piece and he's a legend. Like, I wonder how that played out. <laughs> I wonder. I'm like, what's he doing today? Does he just have that freeze frame framed on his wall? Uh, I, I, I would. If I had kids, I'd be telling them about it. My grandchildren would know. Everybody would know Eric, that I was you, the guy this. You think that guy's not doing that right now? <laughs> hey. You, I mean, look, chances you, are he's dead. Hey, you know who? You know who your uncle? <laughs> you know what your uncle did back in the '80s? Like, hey. My uncle's the guy that whipped out his piece in Teen Wolf. That's because you know he's not married and doesn't have his own family. If he's the type of guy that does that, he's that uncle. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, but look, that guy's eternal now. Now, I, but what what I really wonder is how it played out. Like that was did, the original dick pic, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> and he got everybody. He got everybody. Everybody got a dick pic from that guy. He slid into everybody's DMs right in front of their face. But I, I oldies talking like Yemen. <laughs> I don't even have I don't have Instagram. So, <laughs> but but I, so. I, I I want I really wonder how that played out. I wonder if the guy next to him knew. Like if he said, "Dude, just wait. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> You're not gonna do it. I'm totally gonna do it." And then bam, there it is. Like so, I hate that. That's how we ended the Teen Wolf part, but. <laughs> <laughs> So, Michael J. Fox, yay! Yay, Fantastic. Michael J. Fox. All right. So I re- I keep I'm sorry. I keep going to like the movies and not the songs. But that's all right. Well, that's what you do for a living, then. That's all right. All right. So then we go to Love Missile F one eleven by I don't even know how to say this. Siggy Siggy and Sputnik or in Sputnik from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um. Again, it was too easy to do a lot of songs from that movie, but I I love that scene when he's get when he's getting ready to plan out his day, and all of a sudden you hear that and it's it's a fun upbeat song, so that's why it's on there. And I had to put a Ferris Bueller's Day off song because my my, my song for, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, no, my song would have been the museum scene. Um, it's 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 an instrument. Uh, blah, 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 blah. 
it's an instrumental version of um please please let me get what i want by the smiths yeah and it's the scene when they're Ooh. looking at all the artwork yeah and it's yeah. just a pretty scene and and it's that song it's like it's that version of the song Especially. That, that i just love and you know you know me i'm a smith fan yeah morris has so much lately but it was just one of the it was it was a weird scene compared to that the rest of that movie but it was still funny and, yeah but it was and they awesome. kept doing the cuts on it right yeah. you know the, and, and seeing everything the staring at, at the artwork just watching his life and seeing the child and then as he gets closer it's gone you know it, it's like the loss of innocence type right yeah. like the that scene, it's really good. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah, and then I mean, I love that part when Cameron just is looking at the little girl, and it zooms, gets closer and closer. Yeah, I love that. That look, it's it's one of those movies everybody's seen a million times, and it doesn't get old. If it's on TV, you're gonna leave it on. A thousand percent. Yeah. So, and but there again, it's one of those movies that has a lot of songs. Yes. No, go ahead. Uh, so, because no, I just please don't forget to talk about Charlie Sheen in that last scene with Jennifer. That's Craig, the right? best part of the movie, bro. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Look, there's, there's my two favorite scenes is that when he's trying to convince Cameron to come over, which is part of it's part of the clip that I put in the playlist is that he's like and uh, he tells him, "I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for you." And then he, so because because Ferris Bueller. That sounds like some shit I would tell yeah, you. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ferris Bueller's a dick. Yes. But but you're gonna have a good time. He's gonna make you do something you don't want to do. But now you have a memory, you know. But you gotta get out of your comfort zone sometimes. You need that friend. Yeah. So, but the Charlie Sheen scene is well. Is there a better scene in that movie, Eric? I, I, I like the 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 song the, in the background. I like the, the museum scene, but just him. Uh, what is it? What does he ask for? Or, 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 what What are you in what, here? For, what are you in here for? Drugs? No. What are you in here for? <laughs> Drugs. Drugs. And, in and that, that was it. And in the background, he goes, "What's your name, Shauna?" But they call me Gene. And then you hear the song in the background, Shauna, Shauna Gene. Yeah. That part's awesome, dude. I love that movie. That I and and it's so it's so quotable. Who look, this is I think we lost Vanessa. No, she's what do you mean? I'm here. <laughs> like, I mean, it's one of the it's such a motivational line, and it's done in a comedic context, but it's a, you know, life moves pretty fast. That line is great. I've used it in orientations with employees i've used it all the time <laughs> and yeah, but it, it's it's true and and that movie makes you feel like that like you only get one chance at life and might as well have fun so sure. the great matthew broderick i right. mean i wouldn't say john hughes but yeah <laughs> that, that's your side we're the fans that watch the movie you're behind i the mean scenes. you know the guy that wrote it i mean whatever yeah, but yes i get it it happens <laughs> All right, so I I know I actually so I love this song. I never get tired of this song. And then when it came out on um, on uh, what was the show on Mr. Robot? Mr. Robot. Kid, I want to call it Kid Robot. But yeah, yeah, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. <laughs> I was so hyped up that I actually I messaged you, Eric. You called me. You I called, called you because I was so pumped up that that song was on there. 
And and I think it was like you at first didn't remember the song from the movie or something like that. No, no, no. I remembered it. I just I did I didn't catch it when they played it on right. Kid on Mr. Robot. And then we remembered how awesome the song was. It's it is. Yeah. It's a beautiful song. Yeah. So it's in time from Robbie Rob in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. You wouldn't think a good song would come from someone. But it's such a great Rob. fucking song. Have you? Did you hear that? Did you hear the song, Vanessa? I did. I did. I. It's weird. Like in a lot of these choices, I feel like I recognize the song, and I didn't realize they're from those movies. Yeah. It's great. So, it, I. You know, when they when they added that in Mr. Robot, and actually the scene that it's in in Mr. Robot is great too. But um, I love that song. It, it, it's it's just a really good freaking song. And then we go to. <laughs> I mean, I had to end the playlist kind of the same way that a breakfast I club ended. I feel vindicated now. Uh, I know. You classic. Ended it with this you song. went classic. Well, but yeah. So I mean, I had to do you know simple minds. Like Don't you forget you about. I like you had to stray from like things that automatically come to mind. I like it. You're very niche. <laughs> it's very admirable. Uh, but you went classic. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. So and like, like most movies. Like there's a post credit in the in the playlist, so you if you let it play after the last song, there's a bonus audio clip and a bonus song. What you didn't know that? I did not know this. Yeah. So if you let it, if you let the playlist play, there's one more movie clip and one more song. And they're from where? It's not. A, then it wouldn't be a surprise, Vanessa. But is oh, wait, it supposed to be Yeah, yeah, like let us know. You can't. Are you making people watch the Breakfast Club again? Like, is no. that what you're trying to? Do? No. Like, so, all right. So, when you grow up, your heart dies. What is that quote? So good. All right, Vanessa, get a hold of yourself. I mean, John Hughes. <laughs> I didn't write it. I wish. <laughs> so, after you, after uh, don't you forget about me, plays. You get a clip from Real Genius. Oh, I love that movie. And and then the last song is Everyone's Trying to Rule the World. (gasps) So So good. Wow. Okay. I'm going to have to watch it tonight. Yeah. So. There's that part. I don't think I can sit through the breakfast club again. No, no. It's on the track track list. Oh, it's. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought. I thought. (laughs) <laughs> I thought this was at the end no. of no. a breakfast club. Like it was a post credit scene. No. <laughs> I love Real Genius. Yeah, that, that was such oh a good song. That's my favorite Val Kilmer oh, movie, man. Lost Carlos. No, no, I'm still he here. Does. You can oh, hear. No. Can you guys yeah, hear? Yeah, Real Genius. Yeah, Val Kilmer. Pete. Are you wearing makeup, Mr. Hathaway? Professor Hathaway. Oh, yeah, I think he's wearing makeup. How do you remember quotes? I just can't do it. Because Eric and I have watched, because Eric and I have watched a lot of movies. I feel like it's a dude thing. I don't know. Oh, this is not good. What? <laughs> Lost Carlos. I hope he's recording. I hope he recorded this. He froze. Yeah. Let's see what happens here. We might have oh, to. Goodness. You might be getting a text soon. Shit, you might not eat for days now. No, that's not happening. I'm hungry. Oh, I'm, I'm... <laughs> Jesus. All right. We apologize for the technical difficulty, but we're back. So Eric was under the impression that we that there was a, a secret 
portion of um, the Breakfast Club, but there wasn't. We were referring to this, the playlist that there's a hidden bonus. It's no longer hidden bonus because you guys made me reveal it, but now everybody knows. <laughs> but so we did it, guys. We did it. Yay! Well, I, I, I got a, I got a couple few questions for Vanessa. I'm gonna put her on the spot yeah, here. Yeah, let's put her on the spot. And these, are, these are easy ones. They're not bad. I, first one is, how do you order your coffee in LA? <laughs> okay, and here's here's where this this comes from, right? There's this movie with Steve Martin. Um, it's called L.A. Story. And again, uh, we were talking like during the the technical difficulties, and I was asking her that one of the reasons I haven't visited, I've been to like Northern California, but I've never been to L.A. because I'm afraid to ruin that Hollywood fantasy that I have about it. So there's this movie, uh, L.A. Story, with Steve Martin, where people are ordering their drinks. Uh-huh. And at one point, he says like, "I'll have a double, I'll have a half double decaffeinated, half half with a twist of lemon." So is that real? I mean, yes. There are people who are very specific about their coffee drinks. I don't think I'm one of them. So what do you order? I mean, it depends. Sometimes I will like an oat milk latte. That's enjoyable. Other times, a a triple non-fat latte. That's as complicated as I get. What does that mean, triple non-fat? It's three espresso espresso shots, non-fat oh. milk. That's all. Okay. All right. And cool. then I like oat milk instead of non-fat or, I don't know, soy. I'm not complicated, guys. Give me a break. I'm sorry. There's no, you know, colada or cafecito here. That doesn't exist. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, the first one of the first things I brought with me when I moved to Texas was a cafetera. Oh, no, no, no. I've got that at home, but that's the baseline in the mornings. Come on. Yeah. Then you've got to add on to it. And then I, start, I start the day with 32 ounces of coffee with like a, a quadruple espresso. Wait, shot. of cafe? I do a quadruple espresso with leche. Um, whoa. Man. Yeah. I like my coffee like I'm, I like my women, dark and bitter. <laughs> I'm simple. Har, har. <laughs> oh no, it's true. I don't. I don't mix anything in there. Like it's just. I know. Up. I know. It's just like really. Yeah. So what, yeah. what's what's the other question you have for Vanessa? Eric? All right. So you you know you did mention that that this play this playlist was skewed, dude. And I'm using finger <laughs> quotes. Those are your words. Um, what are some tracks like '80s movies? You know, you did mention Grease too earlier. Um, uh, what are some that have really stood out for you? And, and stick to the '80s. Oh, that's, I mean, okay. Uh, I mean, Streets of Fire, very problematic movie today. You know, you, back, I mean, when what? you look back on the storyline, it's it's not great. <laughs> and would not be made today. It's not, it's not great. But music, sure, sure. But <laughs> problematic as a woman. Uh, but the songs tonight is what it means to be young, love, obsessed with. Uh, so I will always, that'll always have a very, uh, fond place in my heart. I don't know, Grease 2, I just love the whole damn cheesy thing. I love it all. Girls just want to have fun. I feel like it's probably the movie that I've seen the most times in my life. Really? Which is, yeah, I, I know it's not. Uh, a high bar, 
but you know, like it's like Almost Famous is probably my favorite movie, but I'm not gonna lie, Girls Just Want to Have Fun is probably the movie that I've seen the most times in Al- my life. Almost Famous is oh. in my in my top ten. I love that movie. Really? Yeah. I love Almost Famous. Oh, wow. the yeah. perfect that, movie. That, that's Cameron Crowe too, right? Yeah. Or it's based on his life or something like that, right? Somewhere. No, 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 and his. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow, I did not expect Almost Famous to be up there for you guys. Yeah. Really? I love that yeah. movie. I love Cameron Crowe. It's all happening. Back to, um, well, it's you know, I'm, I'm there with you with Streets of Fire. It's still a movie I watch regularly. I know, I feel um, like we bonded over this when yeah, we were young. I, I love, and nobody knows this movie. It's just a crazy-ass yeah. movie. Um, you know, Willem Michael Dafoe. Fair, Willem Come Dafoe, leaving. Diane Lane. Um, Diane Lane, beautiful in that movie Beautiful. but the scene that i love in that is when they're sing- when she's singing tonight it's what it means to be young and he's walking out the door and he just looks <laughs> back and you see diane lane just like turn away i it's editing but it's just like i get goosebumps every time i see that scene it's like oh my god i always wanted to be the hero like michael fair i don't know he was just you know, Vanessa, yeah. you you brought up something interesting because if there's a lot of '80s movies that you watch and then you realize you, there's no way you could play them now, you know, like uh, like watch another 48 hours, listen to the mm-hmm. content, listen to the dialogue, and you're like, there's no way you could play this movie now. You know, Dude, who, who, big who trouble in movie? Little China. Wait, big trouble. Who wrote yeah. uh, uh, 48 Hours? Also, Walter Hill. He did the Warriors and Streets of Fire. So stylistically, they're very similar movies too, like that the way it's shot, dark. But um, Revenge of the Nerds was another problematic one too, man. And and a lot of good and and good songs in it too. (laughs) Uh, And also, there's there's a lot there's a cool connection there too between like Footloose and Bonnie Tyler and Streets of Fire. Those songs were actually. Produced by a or, or written by Jim Steinman, okay. you know, and he did all the bad out of hell that kind of operatic style or whatever you call it, thematic style, and he he those the songs for Footloose, um, I need a hero, mm-hmm. that was originally intended for Meatloaf, and then he gave it to Bonnie Tyler. He also gave her gave her uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart, which were big eighty six. Wow, you know this is. That's neat. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, this but, is, wow. I, I do want to talk more about the whole problematic thing, man. I just, I never thought of it like I that. Mean, no, we'll do that off. Eric, we'll do that off. Come on. I, I, yeah, but I mean, Willem Dafoe kidnaps her. I mean, what? What? Wait, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's problematic. Look, really, I, look. I have no problem with actually. We eventually we do need to do a part two to this. <laughs> this top just because there's so many great movies with great soundtracks that it, it sucks to do just one episode of it uh especially since all three of us are big movie fans and and you know eric this is a music podcast and uh but there definitely needs to be another another uh maybe we'll do a sequel to this episode can i ask her one last question because you, you, you could you you could ask her any question that's the idea of the podcast <laughs> And this one, okay, this one might be a little more difficult. Oh, maybe I'm oh, just, great. It, it, like, if you could only share one album with future generations, what would it be? Now, here's the tricky part. It can't be a soundtrack, a live album, or a greatest hits. Rumors, Fleetwood Mac, no question. Nice. I Good dig choice. it. Powerful choice. 
Nice. All right. All right. So Vanessa, so anything you want people to know, anything you want to share, um, you know, things you want them to watch, things you're working on? Uh, no, I mean, I feel like I've plugged enough, lock and key. Uh, and that's <laughs> not really my style to just keep plugging shit. So I feel like this was fun and it was so lovely to talk to you guys and to see you guys again. It was nice to have you. Um, so again, thank you so much for joining us. I know you're busy and had a hectic day. Thanks and for sit- having me. And I know you still haven't eaten. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, but you know, thank you very much for joining us. It was a pleasure having you. And as always, the legend, the myth, Eric, A1 from day one. Anything <laughs> you want to add, Eric? Are you sure there's not another question? No, you no, no, just uh, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you so much, Vanessa, for jumping on. Yeah. This is awesome. It was, it was actually, yeah, it was great talking to you and, and, and seeing you. Um, and Carlos, again, thank you for having me. This is, this is great. Okay, so we're going to go through this every episode. You don't have to thank me for having you. You're part of the podcast. <laughs> I'm just grateful, man. Why can't I thank you every day? Man? Well, this that... is a fun thing. I'm here hanging out, and I just talked to somebody that I haven't seen in like 20 years. Uh, well, like, then you're... Not. All right. So I'm, glad that, I'm glad that you're enjoying it, Eric. Be thankful every day, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah, we should thank each other more. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> by the way, for everyone out there, bye. Not yet. I'm not done. I'm not done. So, oh. so sorry. Wait. Um, so we're gonna dive into the '90s next uh, next episode. We're gonna start with the actual title of the episode is gonna be 1991, considered the the year where the best albums came out throughout the whole course of the year. And, you know, our, our most regular guest, Gilbert, DJ G funk, uh, will be on as a guest who will actually be, uh, live on Twitch Saturday. So if you have a Twitch account, uh, sign, uh, look for DJ G funk MIA. If you don't have a Twitch account, sign up for one, look up for DJ G funk MIA. Uh, he'll be doing a live mix, uh, plus follow his Lover's Rock um, page. Uh, he, I think he already has merch up for sale, right? And it's actually... I'm buying the hat. You're buying the hat? It, it, it's purple. I like purple. <laughs> <laughs> so, but again, it, it's uh, it's going to be another great episode. I mean, so many, so many fantastic albums came out in 1991. Um, and then we'll have other guests coming next month as well. Again, the legend, Vanessa, thank you so much for joining well, us. Uh, what, oh, 305 for life. What? Is that what we say? <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right, please. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to edit that out. <laughs> but, guys, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. And uh, we look forward to having you listen to the next episode. All right, Eric, now you can do it. Bye. bye. And the bye. dog wants to say bye too. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. Bye, 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 bye.